with my commanders now? It's so funny you say that. Yeah. Um, 10 to 1 to win the division. I did. Really small. So, so I love that, but you're also a crazy person. I know, I know, I know. But, like, <laughs> let's look at it like this, okay. right? All Defense, right. I think, has potential to be top 15, top 10. I think top 15 is the basement. You got guys playing for contracts. Where's Chase Young going to be next year? If they keep him, I think he could have a double-digit sack season for the first time. He's just got to stay healthy. But he's going to want one big contract. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I've always been a big fan of Sam Howell. And finally, Terry, Terry McLaurin, who's one of the better receivers in the league, who knows? Maybe this year we find out he's actually the best receiver in the league because he puts up numbers every year without a real quarterback. I'm buying into this team, man. I love the weapons. I do see everything that I see, though, from Riverboat Ron. Like, we got to get this guy the ball more. We got to get this guy the ball more. And I'm, it does make me a little bit nervous. Like, are we really going to do this with Gibson again coming into the season? I saw today he's saying more touches. I drafted him last year in fantasy in the third Fumble round. Ruski. These are we, did not, we did not get the touches. Um, but yeah, man, I just, they got a lot of talent and let's say the Eagles on paper, are the best team in the NFC, but, and I knock on wood, let's say Jalen does go down. Remember those two games without Jalen? Everybody was like, he's a system quarterback. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not the case. And it's football injuries happen on paper. The Eagles look like the best team. Anything can happen. Cowboys also look better than Washington. I think the Giants come back down to earth, even though I love Brian Dayball. I think they'll probably regret paying Danny Dimes, although they could get out of that contract. It's next not year. that so much. So it doesn't it's really matter. Deal. Saquon's turning down fourteen million dollars. He doesn't even want. He wants Christian McCaffrey type money. I think, uh, yeah, ten to one, decent price for the Commanders. Trista, I definitely think they win nine, ten games, though. I can, this is how I can They're tell he's lived team. here for a few years now because he sounds like every other fan trying to talk themselves into a better season for the Commanders this Dude, year. They just have so he many stops. So I, and you're McLaurin, right. And it's probably the best. Brian it's the, Robinson. It's the best team they've had in a long time, but it just. But how is Sam Howell at the moon going to be? I think, and that's the thing. I've always been a fan of his. I think he's at least, I think he could at least, again, I hate the term, but I think he could be a game manager. I don't think he's going to go out there and throw four picks in a game. Do you think that he could be as good as Brock Purdy? Yes, I do. I, I think that that's actually a good player comp. I think he could be better than Heineke. And Heineke won some big games. Like They beat the Packers last year, and that was with Aaron Rodgers. They won some big games. They beat Dallas last year. Sam Howell beat Dallas last yeah. year. All he's done, Trista, is win. That's what he does. <laughs> he game. wins. Howling. I mean, he, we were talking about this guy like there was a chance he was going to be the number one overall pick, not just the number one quarterback. Yep. He's small. Um, he doesn't have the strongest he? arm. He's about 6'1". Six six one. One. Yeah. 6'1", maybe. Yeah, probably six more one, like 6 feet then. If he's listed as 6'1", he's, he's probably 6'11". Right. Yeah. No shoes on, 5'11", with shoes on, 6'1". Doesn't eat meat, kind of a weird guy. Goes to steak restaurants, eat chicken tenders, hashtag people forget. But I think that I think he could get the job done. I think he'll be the best quarterback that Terry McLaurin's ever played with. I think they're going to run the ball, and I think the defense will be just fine. I, I like Washington this year. And the NFC is a dump, so why not take a shot with Listen, them? Listen, it's music to my ears. I like hearing it. That was the best division in football last year, so there's at least like, a chance. I mean... Got off to a slow start, obviously, but you can't go into a season with Carson Wentz as your starting quarterback. And now I get a kick out of him, like, all right, I'm willing to take on a backup Yeah, because he can still make money. I saw that, too. I was like, yeah, he's not just going to, I'm a starter, I'm out of the league. No, you take a backup job and you at least make a few million a year. Problem is nobody's going to want him in a backup role because he still thinks. He could say all the right stuff, but he still thinks he's an NFL starter and in locker rooms. Just doesn't seem like anybody really likes Carson Wentz. This is, I mean, this is it's a problem. Yeah, this is everywhere he goes. He's got a track record now, and you're you're in a leadership position yeah. as a quarterback. Yeah. So if you if you can't get the respect of your team, it's not going to work out. The chemistry is just never going to be there. So 
All right, uh, Celtics and Heat, Eastern Conference Finals, a couple of days away. We got the Western Conference Finals tipping off tomorrow. We spent a lot of time on Lakers Nuggets. Where are you guys in terms of, like, your mindset early on first blush on the way this series goes but in the East? Because when I look at it, I say Boston is by far the better team. But I still have this hesitation because we've counted the Heat out every single time. And we watched the Celtics have really bad games in the playoffs. We've watched Joe Mazzullo get outcoached. And you're going against one of the best coaches in terms of in-game adjustment, in-series adjustments, in Eric Spolster in Miami. I think I like Boston to win in seven and Boston to win in six. It's plus 360 for Boston to win in six, plus 425 for Boston to win in seven. The reason that I feel this way is as follows, is we know what Boston can be when they're at their absolute best. They are dominant. They can blow teams out. And the truth of the matter, though, is that they – they do sort of like lay off a little bit. They do take their foot off the gas. I could very easily see, you know, Miami coming in and beating Boston in game one and Miami going home and beating Boston in like game three or four. And now it's at least six, if not seven, right? So I, I like Boston to win. I don't think I'm comfortable taking Miami to win this series, although it would not surprise me given how Miami has played and the pedigree and the fact that they beat Boston a couple of years ago. They played Boston a ton. Yeah. Right? They know him really well. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the coaching inexperience of Joe Missoula. But I think, for me, the best bet would be to hedge and take Boston to win 4-2, Boston to win 4-3, and then at least I get you know, better than 2-1 to one odds um, for each. Yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I mean, I wouldn't even be shocked, though, if it was Boston in five. Uh, Jimmy Butler scares the hell out of me. Miami's obviously going to have the co the coaching mismatch, obviously the better coach in Eric Spolstra. So that scares you. That's probably worth two games. But I thought there was a chance maybe Tyler Hero would be back for the series because when he got hurt, I, la I didn't laugh when he got hurt, but in that series, right after the game, they're like, he could return for the playoffs. And I was like, the playoffs are ending for the Heat next week. They're going <laughs> yeah. down. It's probably going to be a gentleman's sweep. And then Spolter was answering questions today. He said the good thing about a hand injury is you're able to do other things. He can't shoot. He can't dribble. I don't have an update. He won't be playing Wednesday. But they've only ruled him out for game one. I don't think he comes back. I don't think he's anywhere close to a return. Maybe if they make the NBA Finals. But I just think that they're really going to need that secondary score. Somebody other than Jimmy, other than Bam in this series. Because when the Celtics are on defensively, they're one of the best, if not the best, defensive team in the league. And I think Tatum just really needed that Game 7 for his confidence. Because, like, Game 6, man, I know he goes off in the fourth quarter, saves the season, plays like a superstar. But if they lose that game, he can't show his face until Game 1 of next season. You, you can't start 1 of 12, 1 of 14, whatever he was from the floor. I just think... At the end, man, Boston just has too many guys that could close out games. Jalen Brown can. Marcus Smart's pretty good in the clutch right now. Al Horford's not shooting the ball that well, but he's still rebounding. Maybe he goes off in this series. Robert Williams played pretty good at the end of the last series. Boston's just too deep. You got Brogdon coming off the bench, guys that could create their own shot. I think it'll be a fun little series, but... I'd be shocked if Miami – I would be shocked if Miami was going back to the finals. I like the, the seven-game bet. I, I really think this finals, could go the I think Spolster is the greatest NBA coach of all time. You could say Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich had Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Tony Parker, and I'm not like downplaying okay, anything Spolstra he did. Had, Spolstra had LeBron and Dwayne Wade and For Chris sure. Bosh. But, so. but what about it, but the now first year it. when he had Dwayne Wade and nobody else? And then the last time that he went to the finals when it was like Jimmy – Bam and like randoms. Yeah, I like mean, he's had two teams go to the finals, one of which won the title. 
that didn't have a ton of talent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like we're talking Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson. Dudes. Even like Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler at Marquette. Nobody knew what the hell Jimmy Butler was. The, the Bulls got him. He was like the last, last pick, pick of the in first the first round. round yeah. yeah. Um, even Tibbs, he was like, I, I like this kid because he gave effort and because he played tough defense. I'm shocked at the player that he's become. Nobody saw that from Jimmy Butler. He was just the uh, LeBron stopper, remember? He was yeah. so humble about that. When they played, like, early, he was just like, no, no, I'm not that. Like, he's changed so much since then. Because, like, when in NBA history, though, like, Phil, okay, again, like, Phil Jackson, there was the triangle offense. Nobody runs the triangle offense anymore, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> when he tried to shove that down everybody's throat when he I took mean, over the Knicks. Pop's great, but, like, when's he, the last time the Spurs have even been relevant? Even when yeah, the Heat have a bunch of injuries, they're, like, they're still, to lose. like, an eight seed, though. But yeah. that's, like, Spolstra, you see it. Like if you like if you watch these playoff games, you're like, oh my god! Like how does this guy have a job? He's getting like circles coached around him. Yeah, like, you but. saw it in the uh, in the Knicks game one where the Knicks came out and they had a game plan that was working and they were blowing the Heat out in the first quarter and then all of a sudden Eric Spolstra made some changes in terms of how he was guarding the pick and roll and then it was night night sleep mask for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you're dead. And he's also kind of a badass. Like, he told Jimmy Butler pretty much to F himself last year. He was like, what, are you going to fight me? He was me? drinking yeah. whiskey after the win. <laughs> you going to fight me? I Who, Eric Spolster was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he goes, what's in the cup? And he goes, none of your business. Also, also, like, let's look at how and why he has that job. He started in the film room. Like, mm-hmm. Phil Jackson was a former player, not a very good one. Pat Riley, former player. You know, like, He's a this video is a coordinator dude, in Portland. Yeah, he was an intern that pretty much worked his way all, all the way up. You don't do that unless you're a genius. And uh, no now doubt. he's got this team four games away potentially from another NBA Finals appearance. Like, I thought the bubble was just a complete fluke. And it uh, turns out, maybe not. It's just what makes this turnaround from where the Heat are now, which is why it's impossible for me to just say Celtics are going to win this easily, is because we've been counting the Heat out since the end of the regular season. They were plummeting. I mean, they just were dropping in the standing to the point where, like, they're going to be in the play-in. Oh, they might not they, even. Okay, they're in the play-in. Should have lost to the Bulls. They were down uh, yeah. three. They they. They had a chance to just lose in the play. My and then wife like, jinxed well, it. Amanda's like, we're, we're going to make the playoffs. And I was like, no, we're not. They're going to screw this up. And, and then it happened. And you were right. So yeah. did you, Dang, did you, Amanda. Did you I didn't blame want her, to make the playoffs. Did you blame her for that? No, because I okay. didn't really want the Bulls to make the playoffs. I did not need four more games of that crap. I hear you. I, I don't think I need four more games of that crap ever again. Until I we get you. Embiid because Philly fans are done with them. And uh, I'll take Embiid. I'll also take, you know what? I've changed my mind on Ja. I'll take Ja, too. Bring him to Chicago. Well, you know. That's Ja and Bede. He'll get him in a year once he's, you know, first he's got to probably suspended They still want to beat the, the Heat, though, because Eric Spolster is the greatest coach of all and time. And really, that, to me, this series doesn't come down to players. It comes down to coaching. It comes yeah. down to Joe Mazzulla not being in over his head. And look, everybody can sit here in this room and say, like, the guy got the job ahead of time. He wasn't supposed to be the head coach, and he's done a great job given the circumstances that he's in. But that doesn't mean that he's not in over his head. And Eric Spolster is one of the smartest head coaches we've ever had in this game. And that's going to be the most difficult part, which is why I give the Heat at least a chance in this. But if you get if you get Tatum locked in, but also, like, not in his head, like he said after game six, he was in his head for half of the game until the fourth quarter, and then he was able to kind of calm down, and that's why he had that fourth quarter and brought them back and then had 51 in game seven. If you're getting that, Jason Tatum with Jalen Brown and the rest, Celtics are winning this series. But because we've seen some of the inconsistencies, we've watched the Celtics at time kind of just melt away, and J- Jason Tatum look like Homer Simpson going back into the bushes and just, just hiding and disappearing. That's what gives the Heat at least a chance in this series. It's so crazy to see Jason Tatum a minus 225 favorite to win Eastern Conference Finals I know. MVP. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude. Minus 225. Jimmy Butler, that's the bet to make right there. Four Plus 400 yeah. Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Because he's, he's what the do reason. What do you think about 
Miami Heat to win game one and Boston to win the series, uh, plus 425. So I am going to bet both dogs on the money line game one. I was listening to uh, a couple weeks ago the Ryan Rosillo podcast where he had Gilbert Arenas on, and he was like, game one is the underdog on the road. That's the game to steal. Yep. If you don't steal game one, you're not – like because game two, you make the proper adjustments. Correct. Game one, though, these teams with the home court advantage, they're always so pumped up that you could kind of take advantage and steal one there. So I think that – like if this is going to be a series, I think Miami steals game one. That's what Especially, I think too. like because they have – they have the rest advantage here as well. I mean, maybe you're a little rusty, but Boston just played in a game seven. Granted, that game was over in the third quarter, but still, I mean, they had to go to a seven-game fight. And I know the Knicks kind of made that a series at the end, but was it really? And the Knicks were so beat up. Like, if Julius Randle's 100% and Jalen Brunson's healthy, maybe maybe we get a better series there. But I just – I can't see uh, Boston if, losing the series. If I the, can see him losing game If one. the Heat shoot from three-point range the way they did the last couple of games against the Knicks, they're going to get their ass kicked. Yeah, like they, they, you got to shoot over thirty six, thirty seven percent to beat what got Boston. them. What got them to this point was that they became a great shooting team just out of the blue, and they don't even have Tyler Hero, which didn't make any sense. It made no they sense. They were thirtieth in the National Basketball Association they couldn't going score. into the playoffs. They couldn't score, and then they were the second best three point shooting team. They were hitting thirty eight percent of their threes. I don't know where they're at right now, but and, and that's the thing though. Like you have a creator, a guy like Jimmy Butler, and then he's getting double teamed. And somebody's just always open, and they're so unselfish. That's the one thing about these Spolstra coach teams, man, is they're just so unselfish. They pass up good looks for better looks, and uh, they keep and they play tough defense, and they play hard all four quarters. They're never out of games either. I almost like when I'm betting against the Heat, I like the Heat to have like a 10-point lead going into the half. When they're down 15, 16 points going into the third quarter, that's when Jimmy Butler all of a sudden just takes games over. I'll be curious to see what the pace looks like in this game one. Like, did the Heat yeah. really try to slow it down, grind it out? Because Boston, look, we know how good Boston is defensively, but they can get out and they can score. For sure. So who really that game one will be dictated by who is able to look at that pace and say, this is how we're going to play, and they control that. I agree. Like, if we go under 210.5, I think Miami covers the 8.5 points, and that's, man, plus 300 on the money line is a nice price. Because like you said, Boston does like to – they're really good defensively, but they like to get out in transition. Those long rebounds, Tatum's such a good passer. Mm-hmm. He can get it out to Jalen Brown. They have a bunch of athletes. I feel like if this is an over game, Boston probably takes game one probably by 15, 16 points. But if this game goes under, I think Miami could hang, man. And eight and a half, I have to take the eight and a half I like, points. I, I, yeah. Because they got that's nothing to lose. There's also a team that's really dangerous when they have nothing to lose, and that's where Miami is. And if they get blown out game one, they're screwed. Like, you got to have something to build on. I, if they get blown out in game one, they're losing the five. Yeah, I agree. Because that's Tyler Hero miraculous. I guess that's true. That they do need another guy to get I'd love to see the Heat at full strength just to see what they'd look like in the series if they had Tyler Hero, but 